Welcome to the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. My name is Rita Perez. Hello. I've been a travel advisor for over 10 years and am navigating this winding road of entrepreneurship with you. I created this podcast because I wanted to share all the things I've learned from leaders both in and out of our industry that I really wish I would have known way back then. But alas, the important thing is I'm aware of them now and I want you to be too. Ready for this week's show? Let's jump in. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the podcast and happy new year to you. Happy 2023. I hope you set really big intentions to start off the year. Um, I feel like this is a great time of year to be starting the new year if uh, astrologically I'm thinking because we're in Capricorn season and Capricorns are all about getting things done um you know me I've talked a little bit about horoscopes and astrology and the different things that I do within the industry so I like to geek out on different things like that but also kind of segueing into getting things done and the topic of today's podcast episode If you weren't really sure how to start off the new year, I think a really great starting point is going to be Host Week, which is an event that's happening January 23rd through 27th of this year. And it is geared towards the hosted travel advisor. But even if you're not hosted, if you're just with a consortia, if you are solo on your own, there is going to be so much education this year that I am sure everyone who has a little bit to do in this industry is going to get a boost. So without further ado, I have an extra special speaker with us. I know speakers again on the podcast. What? (laughs) Welcome back, Steph Lee, to come talk to us. She is founder, head honcho of all things over at Host agency reviews. So thanks for joining us today, Steph. Thank you so much for having me on, Rita. I am really excited to like dive in a little bit deeper, not like we haven't. So for anybody who doesn't know, I'm actually helping the host agency reviews team produce host week this week. So I know a little bit more than the average person does about what's going on with host week. She's been really, really amazingly fantastic. (laughs) FYI, I know you know that as your listeners, but I'm just going to throw that out there. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Steph. So I don't know if I've even asked you this before, but kind of like as a preface, how did Host Week come about? What was the purpose of like creating this Mm. a few years ago when it first started? Well, you're going to laugh because it's kind of a... It's not like a brilliant epiphany moment or anything like that. So okay. what happened was during the pandemic, we were we were coming up with um, ways to, we were pushing out our media kit to our advertisers. And mm-hmm. then we were doing these value ads. Like if they bought, they got a discount um, during the pandemic, but then we also were adding these value ads to make it a lot more valuable. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, what's something valuable we could add? And this was in September. And I was like, host week. And I had no idea what it was. And I like put it on there as a value add. Oh, wow. And then I was like, I need to figure out what host week is. And so between like September and I think we did it the second week in January, the first year, which was uh-huh. a disaster because trying to wrap everything up in the, you know, things get lost during the holidays and then people don't really start waking up at their desks until after the first week. So that was a disaster. But, um, yeah, we managed to pull everything together within those three or four months. 
And um, but but we decided the focus would be an online virtual kind of an educational conference where people mm-hmm. could get to know the host agencies and then also have some exclusive deals within there. And then we'd have a little bit of education as well. Mm-hmm. I think like that's one of the things that kind of distinguishes host week amongst others. Like there's a lot of different events that happen, but there's not one like thinking back to when I started in the industry, I'm like, I wish I, there was a host week when I first started so I could get a better feel for different host agencies or consortiums within the industry. So yeah. I can make a decision like who I wanted. Cause like how I made a decision with the host agency I'm currently with is I went to the travel trade show, which I think is now the ASTA. Oh, the, the trade show in all capitalized. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, that's one thing that's been really neat is to hear the feedback from people that attended last year. We did a survey and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I specifically remember someone last year saying, I had thought I wanted to join this one host until I watched their presentation. I was like, their personality doesn't really jive with right. mine, but I fell in love with this one, which is is really neat because you, if you call up, I guess you can compare pair them to and kind of get a feel for culture. But it is it is a nice way in one sitting to be able to look at every like most of the host agencies you might be interested in. Yes. Yeah. And even to that this year, because I'm not sure if last year's that consortia's were included or given like some sort of highlight. But Mm -mm. I know a lot of people over the past couple of years with everything that's happened, maybe they want to move or shift from a hosted model and go to consortia model. And so I think that's pretty cool that there's going to be even be that feature. So you get to know lots of the top consortias and which might be a fit for you. Yeah. And it was actually a learning experience for me because we pre-record them. I've recorded quite a few of the consortia interviews already. But it was a learning, you know, I don't often hang out in the consortia world. Mm-hmm. And um, my parents' agency was Travel Leaders Network. So I was more familiar with their programs. But again, the last time I was on the front lines was quite a long time ago. And so it was really great for me to be able to listen to what they feel is their selling point that makes them unique amongst other consortia. Okay. Because you often don't, you often don't hear that. So that was... Um, that was really neat for me to be able to do. And just like see the the different personalities yes. of the heads or the VPs um, at the different companies. It's, it's just really fun. Yes. Yes. And I love the whole, because I'm pretty sure most of the interviews are structured so that they're similar questions. So everybody's answering similar or same questions. Yes. So like really where they shine really isn't so much in the answers, but the personality. I mean, some of the answers I feel, but it's really, what can you do with what does your host agency or consortia offer? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really fun. And again, because I don't play in that world that much, Mm -hmm. it was neat to be able to see the personalities in a a different way than, you know, oftentimes PAR is just so much more relaxed and chill and likes to have a little bit more fun than say the the keynote stage um, at Cruise World or something where everyone's kind of buttoned up and wearing their ties um, or their nice suits or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, And so it's, it's fun to see it in a more laid back environment because we do ask a fun question to hosts and consortia every year. So it kind of brings out, I don't want to say a silly side, but a more real side where you can have a conversation. Uh, And I love 
Okay, I'm gonna okay, I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna tell you okay. the question, the secret fun question that we're asking this year. Okay. Okay. So it's um what's your if your company were a snack food, what would it be? <gasps> and so it's you know, it's really out there. And yes. and like in the notes I sent out to the consortia, I was like, don't be a Trisket in my like parentheses. <laughs> It's like, here's some examples from previous years for like the fun people had with it. And yeah, because you often, you know, you don't often hear someone like at VP level talking about snack foods. <laughs> no. And like relating that. Ooh, I, I remember now we're like sidetracking, but I remember I had to like relate putting on makeup to something business when I was in high school. Mm. I was like. Now I'm like, I feel like with a lot of experience, I could figure it out, like foundations, blush, eyeshadows and all that. So it's interesting, yeah. like taking real world, like everyday examples and applying it to business. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's really, it was really fun. So yeah, yeah. But this event is not just for hosted or if you wanted to work with a consortia, I feel like anybody and all different levels can benefit because I feel like while there's a lot based on like entry level, even if you have been in the industry, if you've been in the market for a new host agency or consortia, you would benefit. And even if you're on your own and just want to stay on your own, I feel like you would benefit because there's like powerhouse keynotes and then chock full tons of educational sessions geared at all the levels. Yeah, the edu- well, as you know, Rita, I can't do math. <laughs> and so I overbooked all of our speakers because I, I I timed it by seven instead of five. So I was like, oh, we have 21 slots, which was not what we had. And of course, I didn't realize it till I was scheduling everyone. I was like, why do I have so many people left over? So there is a lot of education spots this year. <laughs> there is, there is. And it's, uh, we were talking about it um, because if you couldn't tell everybody, sound is a little bit different from the intro than now because the internet decided to go off when I went recording originally. Yeah, that but, was sad. Sad yes. face. <laughs> but yesterday when we had first gone on, we were talking about diversity and just how important it was within the industry and mm-hmm. how I feel like you've gotten a really great group of people to not only be speakers, but to showcase things that have worked in their own businesses. Yeah, there's there's a lot of fun. Because one of the things, uh, we did a call for speakers and we had over 40 people apply. Mm-hmm. And then one of the really fun things about it is being able to look at the different topics people had submitted. And so, for instance, like we have, you know, Rita will be presenting on how to use LinkedIn mm-hmm. uh, to find some new clients. We have someone that's presenting on how to use YouTube YouTube to find new clients. We have um, a panelist or a panel where people are going to be talking about what I wish I would have known, what someone, I wish someone would have told me during my first couple <laughs> years of travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have like a, another panel that's talking on the importance of business to business networking within mm-hmm. the industry. So yep. instead of always networking for clients, on the flip side, networking within the industry can be so powerful for building your business. Yes. Um, Yeah. So there's a lot of fun things from successful agents that'll talk about marketing successes they have um, and like uh, different niches within the industry. So there's one on accessible travel. Yeah. There's one on that one. Yeah. There's one. It. uh, it, I think it's focused on fees, but it's also it's 
it's from someone that does destination weddings and honeymoons. Um, mm-hmm. We'll have an attorney on Thomas Carpenter is covering some. I feel like you always need to have an attorney and it seems yes. like you always need to have travel insurance within there. Yes. But I'm really excited for our travel insurance one because it's um, an advisor. So instead of having a third party insurance provider come in like a mm-hmm. rep to just talk about it. What we're doing is we have someone that is a travel advisor, but she was an insurance industry person before she became a travel advisor. And so she's going to talk about like what her experiences are on the real side of insurance and what you should be thinking about having been on both sides of the table. That is amazing. Like I saw that there was an insurance person Mm -hmm. and I saw that it was an advisor because I know a lot of advisors are very inventive with how they market insurance and propose that to their clients but having that insurance background I feel like it's very similar to Tom Carpenter that he has both travel business and law experience yes that you it just like compounds it's like an insider an insider that knows both worlds that can just benefit all of us as the travel industry yeah and like I always think it's so nice like while we like why we do a call for speakers is because I always, I remember when I first got started in the industry and I would, I don't even know if they did formal call for speakers or stuff, but I was an educator before I got into travel. Mm-hmm. And so I just love teaching people. Things. So I would like mm-hmm. submit or write in and say, I'd wanted to do these presentations. And that's, you know, how I got my start within the industry, kind of becoming a subject matter expert. Mm-hmm. And so I always want to be able to, if anyone wants to like believes they have a story that they want to tell or something they're very passionate they want to teach others about I always want you know I don't want to hear from the same voices every single year right right. I want new people that are out there and to give new people a chance to shine in a platform to tell their story yes yes I love that and then one of the things that I was thinking about too or one of our speakers is Sahara Rose DeVore talking about adding travel coaching to your travel selling business. And I've had conversations with her. She's been on the podcast before. And I'm like that. I know like for me is something we were talking about diversification and monetization. I feel like that's almost like a new facet that a lot of travel advisors can look to in their businesses. So I feel like that's going to be a very beneficial. And on top of that, also to note that there are, 20-ish presentations that are happening, you do not have to do all 20 things that are presented. <laughs> yes, exactly. You can you can do it in bite-sized pieces because it is, we're streaming live. So if you want to interact with the speaker, then definitely tune in live. But otherwise you can go back and you, you can watch the recordings through the link. So make sure to register uh, whether or not you're able to attend in person or we'll be watching it later because then we'll send you out the link. Yes. Yep. Yep. And thinking about that too, when they register, they will also have access to some special promotions that are happening, which is like my favorite part. I mean, everything's my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) No, but the the specials are really neat because you don't often see host agencies all at the time putting specials Mm -hmm. up. And it's not like the other neat part about it is it's not just host agencies. It's heavily dominated by host agencies Mm -hmm. that will have some kind of a host week special. So it might run for, you know, the two weeks, the week of host agency and the week after or of host week and the week after, or it Mm -hmm. might run for like a month after because they know 
it's a big decision. And sometimes it takes people a little bit to sign on. Right. But but then you have like tech companies that are coming on, associations that will be offering deals to people. And you don't, I don't, at least in my experience, I haven't run across anything like it in the industry where you get all these deals um, across the board from different right. sectors of the industry. Right, right. That it's suppliers, that it's the associations, that it's travel support partners. A lot of that we've seen through social media, but also like through our speakers. So it is very eclectic and like do exactly what I say in in the sense of you do not need all the things just like when you're, and I feel like this is the perfect time. I know everyone for January just wants to like get in there and like start off running, but I feel like January is a good hibernation month almost to kind of feel out what's going on and then Mm -hmm. also if you didn't have time in December or November to start strategizing finalize those plans and so like when you're looking at the specials be able to come from it with like okay I don't need this or I've decided I'm staying with my host agency or you know sales is a big one let me see what kind of um, sales support that I can get for my business. So p- be picky and choosy amongst all the things. No, exactly. And the so just to let everyone know, we don't release the specials until the week before host week. Mm-hmm. Last week, we had over 30. This year, I'm expecting at least that much mm-hmm. um, and more. And because we have actually quite a few more um, host agencies we're interviewing for the meet the host section. So there's a lot more hosts participating in host week. And now we consortia as well. And some of the Mm. consortia have specials. So even if you're not looking to be hosted and you might be changing consortia, check out the host week specials. Yes. Yep. I would say um, also kind of like giving them a a rundown, a lay of the land. Host week is January 23rd through the 27th from 12 p.m. Central to like 6-ish p.m. Central. (laughs) Yeah. Again, that's all because I can't do my math and we're still trying to work out the schedule and squeeze everything in because I overbooked us. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's that's the the great thing about everything being recorded is that if you can't join us live, you will still have access if you've registered for hosting. Yeah. Yeah, it's so great. And and just in case you're listening, you're like, where do I go to register? You can go to hostagencyreviews.com slash host week. And it will take you, it'll have the full schedule, the list of speakers, um, respecting to the specials when it will go live. Mm -hmm. Um, And it has uh, the registration link on there as well. Awesome. I know that on the last day, we're also holding a super quick uh, award ceremony for some of the host agencies, because host agency reviews really is to connect advisors, current potential travel advisors with host agencies. Like that's one of the biggest, I mean, yeah, host agency reviews. No, that was exactly, that was the main point of the site getting started. (laughs) Yes. Nailed it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like on Friday, uh, we've kind of made a tradition that every year we do our luminary awards, Mm -hmm. which if you're not familiar with them, Um, These are awards we give out specifically for host agencies. And for us at Host Agency Reviews, it was always, there's a lot of places that give out awards. And for us, it was kind of an awkward thing because we really try to stay a third party and Mm -hmm. um, we don't, we try to avoid the pay for play. We do need to make money. So we do have, but everyone's listed for free and people can pay to upgrade their 
their listing and get more exposure. Right. But for the awards, we were like, well, we don't, you know, want, we want to be able to recognize everyone from the largest host agencies to the ones that are like boutique host agencies with maybe 20 ICs or 10 ICs. Right. So we're like, how do we do that? And we don't want to be the kingmakers that are like, we like this host agency and this host agency and this host agency, just because mm -hmm. when you're getting money from people, it, it can kind of make uncomfortable expectations or situations. So for right. us, what we did, we decided to do was a very objective things for these best host, like the Luminary Awards, we call the best of the best hosts. Okay. So these are people that really believe in what host agency reviews are doing, are super supportive of us and make sure that their profiles are updated because they recognize that all the advisors that are coming to host agency reviews, it's really helpful to have updated profiles and to make sure you're getting reviews in. So there's an objective set of measures. So if you're a large host agency, you need to, in order to win this luminary award, you might need to have at least five or you know 15, depending on your size, new reviews this year. Or if you're okay. a small agency, you might just need one new review this year. Um, and we also try to encourage host agencies to respond back to reviews, whether they're positive or negative, because yeah. I think that's, if you look at the responses on host agencies' profiles, it's really illuminating to see the ways people answer. It tells a yeah. lot about the corporate culture um, and I mean, it's amazing if you go and look at the different replies. So we always try to encourage That's that. Awesome. So all of this stuff is weighted. And Rita, I'll send you the link to our Luminary Awards page that explains exactly what the objective measures are. Okay. But we do we do award those out on the, the last day of Host Week, which is on Friday. And we try to have some fun with it. Like you might have noticed Host Week is space-themed. Mm -hmm. And then our Luminary Awards are kind of space-themed. So last year we dressed up as astronauts and then um, did the the Star Wars intro where it's uh, the scrolling text going yes. up. We found something that could do that <laughs> and did it with Car Wars, we called it. Uh, so we like to have a little bit of fun with the Luminary Awards. Yes, love that so much. And I thank you like for saying more about that because I didn't even know that host agencies could like comment. Uh, you were saying it, I'm like, so it's like a Google, but better. Cause like, you don't have to individually Google all these host agencies. You just head over to host agency reviews and find all the host agencies that are here. And this is not just for American advisors. This is also for Canadian. I feel, I mean, internationally, yes. But if we're talking about host agency and consortia, it's mostly um, United States and Canada. Yes, exactly. Because on Thursday is kind of our Canadian focus day where mm -hmm. Canadians, where we interview ACTA, um, which is the ASTA counterpart in Canada. Mm -hmm. And then we also have host agencies that are accepting agents within Canada. So some of them only accept within Canada and some accept within the U.S. and Canada. But we tried to put those all on one day. So those that are located in Canada could have, you know, could dedicate one day that would be easy for them to find all the the hosts and the associations that were applicable to them. Awesome. Love that. Well, I don't know if we've talked about this yet, but how much does Host Week cost? It is free, which is very exciting. Woo! We've got some wonderful sponsors this year uh, that have really helped make it. So if you've ever checked out hard, you know, almost the entire site is free. Like we just, one of our passions mm -hmm. is putting out 
resources that will help yeah. small business owners. And so with Host Week, we kind of wanted to keep that same feeling alive. And that requires getting sponsors. And um, we have a couple different sponsors this year that have helped make it happen. So we're we're very grateful to them. Yes, yes. And that's even before like we had a professional working relationship together, like I have raved about a lot of the things that you were doing, especially during the pandemic. I mean, the two the two part podcast series that you had on travel business owners making their own podcast is the yeah. reason that this pod this podcast is alive oh, and cool. the cruise retreat podcast is alive. Oh, I didn't know that. That's really neat, Rita. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That was a yeah. fun one too, because I'd yes. never done a multi-person podcast and it takes quite a bit more work. Um mm-hmm. Because you have so many people to talk in such a limited amount of time. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And that's like whenever anybody asks me for a resource to create, I'm like, you need to go to host agency reviews, travel agent chatter, June-ish 2020. There's a two-part yeah. series. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anything else? I think we've covered a lot about host week. I think I think that's about it. There's... um. You know, I I think maybe one thing to go over is the flow of the schedule. So every day starts Mm -hmm. out with a keynote. Mm -hmm. And then typically, this may vary by day. There's some mini sessions in there. But typically, then what happens is we do a meet the consortia. So and then on that day, right after the consortia, we'll do a meet the host interview where we'll have the host agency interviews. Mm -hmm. And this isn't true for every day, but we have tried to put as many of the host agencies that belong to that consortium underneath, like on the same day, but it it doesn't work out perfectly. Um, And then after the host and consortia interviews, then we kind of move into the education spots, which are the like where Rita's teaching and where all the other fun speakers we talked about. So I think that's the only other thing really, though. Yeah, yeah, no, I I think and then we have like little mini spots too, where it's just like a quick bite size of information. Again, again, because we had to make these smaller because of (laughs) My error that added hours to each day's schedule. <laughs> we are packing in a lot of punch. So I know there's like... a lot happening this whole week, but I'm excited. Lots of great speakers. Same. I cannot wait to both meet everybody, but also hear what they're all about because I'm the same. Like prep for Wave Week will be happening later this year. And maybe some of those speakers will pop up again later this year after that. Yay! <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Steph, for being here. Once again, can you share the registration link? So for those that want to get in on this, they can be set up. Yes, it's hostagencyreviews.com forward slash hostweek. Awesome. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And we hope to see you at Hostweek. Coming to you soon. Bye. Ciao. Thanks for joining me on the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. Please subscribe and leave a show a rating on your favorite podcast platform. Oh, and don't forget to take a look at the show notes for important information and links. See you next week.